Hey everyone, my name is Sambal Siddiqui. And I'm Alana Mallon, and we are Cambridge's two new city councilors, and this is our weekly podcast, Women Are Here. We're here. We're here. We almost got blown away on the way here. It's so windy out. I really, I don't think I've ever... Never. It's never been this windy, never, right? Never, This isn't one of those times where you're like, it's never been this rainy. It's... I, mean, I thought the windows were going to blow off at City Hall. The, we drove over together, and my car was just shaking. <laughs> It feels like, did you ever see The Wizard of Oz? Yeah. It just feels yeah. like that. Yeah. Like we're just all going to Oz. Like where's the tornado? nice. I know. It seems sort of nice there. I mean, kind the, of. That witch and the monkeys and yeah. stuff, that was bad. But like there was nice friends. <laughs> I would do it. Okay. <laughs> That's a different conversation. So how has your week been? Um, it was actually really good. Um, I didn't really do much. Not That's over what the weekend? Good. Yeah. No. That's great. Yeah. It was really, it was nice to have a three day weekend. No TV? Um, no movies? No. Hmm. Ah, that's terrible. What did I do? Who knows? Yeah. Oh, you did have dinner at that new restaurant. Yes. Thank I remember. You for re- yeah. reminding me. I actually like my, my New Year's resolution to myself was to actually go out with some friends now and then. <laughs> <laughs> because 2018 was a wash. <laughs> Sorry, everyone I know. Um <laughs> What friends? What are <laughs> I friends? Know. What are friends? So yeah, we went to the new restaurant where um, Shepherd was. It's called Loose, uh, and it's like pizza and pasta, and they had delicious, yummy Aperol spritzes, and Ooh. there were so many people there, and the vibe was really good, and um, the food was delicious. So yeah, totally. Do, do they have gnocchi? Um, they had a risotto, but okay. it, the the menu is going to change all the time. Um, and like I said, you know the the owners there are so nice, and um, they did a really nice job, and the food. It was good. And definitely save room if you go for dessert because they had a really yummy gelato. I'll have to check it out. Totally. Cool. It's because you're going to see your friends this year too, right? Yes. And I, I saw some of them over the weekend. <laughs> you had to fly somewhere to see them. I had to fly. Uh, Katrina lives in Cambridge, but she lives in uh, Philly now. And um, they're two of my best friends from college. And we saw uh, Celine Dion. Um, She's your favorite. Sh- it was the best concert I've ever been to. And I cried. We all cried. Uh, it like was tears of joy. Just tears of joy of just like, she's up there. Her voice is enchanting. You I, guys were. Uh, <laughs> I keep using enchanting because you're in a spell. She played all the greatest hits like "That's the Way It Is," you know, because um, you loved me all by myself. You know, the power of love. Like every single. I know you're yeah, like. I know why you love her because she only sings love songs. Exactly. Oh. She she doesn't sing about like crisis she sings deeply about love and i just i love that and so i saw i saw saw a video of you like screaming (laughs) like with sheer joy (laughs) oh my god it's happening oh you saw it right yeah (laughs) it was yeah so she the last song she does is my heart will go on and it is everyone is just it, it's just it's amazing we it's also like 20,000 people just sobbing screaming <laughs> so I do want to go back again so if anyone wants to come with me please join uh, we also saw um, oh have you heard of oh um, I don't know in what context so oh is it's a letter <laughs> So it's the, I mean, people ask me too, I was like, what is O? So it's the premiere show at the Bellagio Hotel. It's um, Cirque de Soleil. Oh, okay. So it's, oh, it's like acrobatic stuff. Yeah. Okay. And it was phenomenal. Okay. And it was breathtaking. The water was acrobats. It enchanting? It was enchanting. I mean, I'm sure listeners out there have seen some of these shows. 
it was amazing. Anyway, great weekend. We did get stuck. Um, I got stuck a little bit um, because of the travel. It was so icy Monday. Did you hear yeah. about all the delays? Well, yeah. I mean, like, I think Logan was shut down for a while. Uh, it was. It was, a it cra- was crazy. So before we get into the meaty stuff, I just want to shout out to one of my best friends, Katrina, who was on this trip. So her flight was supposed to get up Monday at uh, 6.50 a.m. She got Which home. Which is a brutal time it's to leave brutal. anyway. Yeah. She got home to Cambridge uh, Tuesday at 11 p.m. <gasps> so I I just want to let that, you you know, that set that in. Um, oh. She. She at the uh, airport that whole time or did she get stuck somewhere else? She was at the airport until 8 p.m. at the Las Vegas airport. Oh, My flight was around 9.30 p.m. or scheduled. By 8 p.m., her JetBlue flight still hadn't taken off. So she was like, okay, I got to get back to work by Wednesday. They're rebooking for Wednesday. I need to get back. So she flew to Los Angeles, Los Angeles to JFK. What? Which was also delayed. Yeah. And then she took a train. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like John Candy movie, <laughs> planes, trains, and automobiles. She, yeah. And we we're all just... I. I don't know what to say. Anyway, she, I don't think she listens to this podcast. She's too busy. But she's too busy now because she lost two whole days. <laughs> two whole days. But shout out to her for just you that. know what friends friends friendship hashtag. <gasps> there was a restaurant in Las Vegas which my friends wouldn't go to, but it was called Best Friend. <laughs> I want to go next time. They were like, <laughs> "You're like we're best friends." I was like, "Guys, how cute would that be?" And they were like, "All right, too too much." <laughs> no, right. I mean, there is a there's a line there's and you crossed line. it. I crossed it. Anyway, it's been a good week. Well, we did miss you on Monday at the Dr. Martin Luther King Day Jr. celebration and and volunteer fest. Uh, It was, I have to say, what was freezing cold. Mm -hmm. Um, And so City Hall was, because people kept coming in and out all day, it was was like being in a refrigerator. It was freezing. Oh, gosh. And I'm like trying to sew and whatever. But anyways... We had some really special guest stars. I saw. Ayanna Presley came and Elizabeth Warren, which was pretty awesome. They came and talked to some of the, um, you know, some of the high school volunteers and really talked to them about volunteering and the life of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And Ayanna Presley was so inspiring. Mm. Always. 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 Um, so that was really great. And uh, I got to introduce um, both of those amazing women to my children, which was a big deal uh, for me. But... Um, at the event, there was over 2,100 volunteers, even though it was like six degrees outside and there was ice everywhere. I was so shocked that there were so many people. So that um, we also collected 347 bags of groceries, almost 2,000 personal care kits uh, for people to hand out um, to homeless residents, and like 2,500 activity kits for children in the emergency room, over 1,000 pounds of clothing, and uh, 630 fleece blankets and scarves, and over 3,000 valentines were made for homebound elders. Um, this, That's amazing. This Valentine's Day. Yeah, and it was so cute. The, a lot of the valentines are actually in City Hall, and people, I mean, I was like, God, I would have just put like a heart on it and been like, happy Valentine's <laughs> Day. People were so creative. So if you get a chance... Um, and you're walking by City Hall, come in and see them. They're really sweet. And I know that um, so many of our, our elderly residents really enjoy getting them. We actually put them in our food for free home delivery boxes in February for our, our elderly residents who just like to have a little boost. And like I said, people really, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't make one. I was sewing all day. Um, and my daughter gave me this blanket that was so complicated. But there was a really cute one too. Was that the complicated that one? That was the complicated one. She made one with like penguins on it and an so igloo. It was cute. super cute, but I was like, oh, girl. Like, 
You were like, couple oh hearts. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Mommy has, I'm like looking at the thing <laughs> where it's like the table is just full of more things to sew. And it just like gives me anxiety. Yeah. Um, but it was really, it was a great event. And I would say that, um, so that happened from like two to five at City Hall. And then immediately preceding that, there's always, um, the Cambridge Peace Commission puts on an event that celebrates the life of Martin Luther King. And um, it this year, uh, Ellen Seminoff, who is our assistant city manager for the Department of Human Services, um, gave sort of the keynote address. And she was amazing. So Ellen, among other things, among all the amazing things that she does for our city each and every day, she also clerked for Supreme Court Justice Thurgood Marshall. And uh, she gave a pretty rousing speak speech about the arc of justice and the civil rights movement and the many African-American mentors in her life that helped her decide to go to law school at Harvard and then, you know, uh, on to civil rights as an issue. So in the speech, she kind of drew our attention to these important mentors for her and then the work that she did as a law clerk for Justice Marshall. Um, but also, I'm going to get this wrong because I didn't write it down because I was kind of, you know, in the spell of her speech. But I think she was she also clerked before that um, to a Ninth Circuit appellate judge. You got that right. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. Um, and so she went from the appellate judge then to the Supreme Court and, and worked for these two African-American men's, men who were like really working on issues of, of civil rights. So she was ta- she was telling a lot of funny stories about Thurgood Marshall, which I can't remember off the top of my head. But the thing that struck me was she was telling a story about how he would not drive her home if he he was alone with her in the car. There always had to be another person. Um, and it was sort of, you know, as a black man, he worried about the ramifications of that. And, you know, even as one of the most respected and powerful judicial minds of his time, he still had to be mindful of what his race could mean in that situation. And I really thought that was powerful to to think about just how yeah. he needed to think every minute of every day about how things would look, what could be the ramifications of his actions. Um, but she also really spoke about a famous case in Florida, which I wasn't aware of, called the Groveland Four where about 70 years ago, four African-American men were accused of raping a white woman named Norma Paget. Two of the men would eventually be shot dead by the sheriff of Lake County um, when he said that they were trying to escape. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the men, one of the four, um, pretended he was dead to just to escape actual death. Um, so two survived um, and two were shot dead. And then the two that were that survived were run, wrongfully convicted on very little evidence. So the case of the Groveland Four, as they became known, inspired a Pulitzer Prize-winning book called Devil's Grove, which Ellen urges to read. And um, this case has been considered for decades one of Florida's most grave injustices and a symbol of racism in the Jim Crow South. So actually, last year, the state of Florida formally apologized for what happened in the summer of 1949. And... Um, Recently, in in January of this year, the state's clemency board voted to posthumously pardon all four men, Ernest Thomas, Samuel Shepard, Charles Greenlee, and Walter Irvin. And Ellen talked about how amazing it was that that important work for clemency that these uh, wrongly accused men still lived on because Justice Marshall and his commitment to these men in this case and seeing justice prevail. Um, So she really, she said that she connected with a lot of um, law clerks that that worked for her worked for justice um marshall then and then after and they all connected around really celebrating that you know 
his life and work still lived on. And then she actually, she tied that early work that she did um, working for both of those men and experience to the deep race and equity work that the Department of Human Services is engaging in and what it means to her as the leader of her department to be doing that work in the largest department of the city. It was such an incredibly powerful and moving speech. And for the first time ever, I think, in my six years attending this event, did a speaker get a standing ovation. So I always love when you find out about people's histories and it changes you a little how you feel about someone. Um, you know, I love Ellen because I feel like human services are really something that is close to my heart. And I know she cares passionately about it. But to know this history about her is just kind of even makes me love her even more. I actually found um, when I was researching <laughs> Uh, this what we're going to talk about today. I found her New York Times wedding announcement when she married her husband, and I was like, "Whoa!" I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's a big deal. Yeah, she's yeah. Ellen is just she's a great great uh, person. I've known her since I was fourteen, uh, and I remember talking to her about going to law school. And um, one of my mentors at Brown, Ellen Flam, is her brother-in-law, so I've gotten to know what a rock star she truly is, and. The fact that she clerked for a Supreme Court justice is, is that is like, it's a very rare opportunity anyone gets. You have to be one of the bright, one like a bright, bright, bright mind. It's rare to get that opportunity. You don't. I mean, how many people actually clerk for a Supreme Court justice? It's it's mind blowing. And so, I mean, think about all the people that you know in your life. She's the only person I know that's that clerked for a Supreme Court justice. And you know, her son as well. Oh, I know. Right? Like she's, uh, I mean, it's it's very, very impressive. And we're really lucky to have um, this that brilliant mind here for in our Cambridge, city, working in our Cambridge. For, our, for our families. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're lucky. I'm sad I missed that speech and um, I look forward to watching it. Somebody taped it on the down low. I'll get it to you. I'm so excited <laughs> to watch it. I want to read the book too. We should read it. Oh, I know. Um, Devil's Grove. I know. I, I know. I felt like I, when she was talking about it, I was like, oh, this sounds like a really great book. We should get it. Maybe it's, it's probably at the library. Yeah, yeah, or I can buy it. Let's read it together. Yeah, let's do I it. mean, book club, <laughs> book club. It's like when we were going to go <laughs> donate blood together, and then we did it. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Story on that later. <laughs> uh, but yes, while we're on the topic of government and stuff, I wanted to just briefly mention the mayor's uh, resource drive this coming Monday. Uh, and it's a resource connector for Cambridge residents and workers who may be impacted by the prolonged, very prolonged. We're at like 30 plus days. It's just awful. Federal government shutdown. So representatives from WIC, Cambridge Economic Opportunity Committee, Cambridge Housing Authority, Commission on Immigration Rights and Citizenship, Cambridge Police Department, Veterans Services, and others will be on hand to answer questions and provide information on available resources. So please spread the word to neighbors who are, you know, facing a gap and you know, facing um, or impacted by this shutdown. It's severe. <clears throat> so that's going to be at City Hall Monday night from 5 to 8. eight. Yep. Okay. Yeah. During our council meeting. During our council meeting, I guess it'll be right like, outside. Uh, right outside. Yeah. So please come. And please share the word. I've tweeted it, if yes. put it on Facebook, but I think, the, you know, it's kind of coming together quickly. So we just want to make sure people understand and are aware and um, they should come, especially if they're worried about their Section 8 vouchers yeah. and whether or not those are going to be affected. I think that's like between that and how to find additional food and figuring out um, SNAP benefits. I know we talked about it last week, but February SNAP benefits have been loaded onto people's EBT cards already. So people will have SNAP benefits in February. It's just unclear what will happen if this continues uh, to yeah. go on. Yeah. 
Um, and then in, in terms of Section 8 housing vouchers, it looks like the Cambridge Housing Authority has money through April, I think, is what, yeah. what we got. Um, but again, I just didn't think that this would go on this long. So it's I, it's crazy. I just don't. How are they going to end it? I, I'm just, I, I'm like waiting for it. Like, I'm like, wait, why is it, it, I don't, I don't understand why. I mean, I think there's going to have to be some precipitating event. Yeah, yeah. So the, the federal judiciary is, they run out of money on the yep. 31st. Yep. So like, what's going to happen then? I don't know. <sighs> These are awful times we're in. But if you are being, if you are being impacted or you're worried that you're going to be impacted, please come Monday night and just talk to our folks here. There are lots of folks that are really, um, Will, they want to come to the table and really want to understand what people need. So. And some cities have set up donation drives yeah. and so forth. I don't know if that's our next step, but I think we'll figure it out after how Monday goes of there's donations that can be made and so forth. Oh, and I did see on Facebook this morning, um, shout out to Crate Escape over on Huron Avenue. It's a doggy drop-off. Um, but they are they are collecting um, grocery store gift cards and other things um, for government employees who have been furloughed and not been receiving a check. So um, check them out, Crate, crate Escape. Um, and th that's just one I saw this morning. I'm sure th there are others. And I'm there are restaurants that are providing meals. Um, anyway, so hopefully uh, hopefully we won't have to talk about this. Right. Um, okay, so that was Monday. And so Tuesday, I went to a, a day-long seminar at the Federal Reserve Bank uh, of Boston downtown. They sponsor a quarterly meeting of the children's savings accounts uh, members. There's 20 members that were there to talk through the challenges and best practices of their children's savings accounts. So last year, Massachusetts announced that they're going to have a statewide 529 plan starting in January 2020, so a year from now, called Seed MA Baby, which means that every child born or adopted as a Massachusetts resident will be eligible for a free $50 deposit into a college savings account. Um, so they're in the process of trying to figure out, you know, that the Massachusetts Office of Economic Empowerment um, sent representatives to this quarter to, quarterly meeting to connect with existing programs to figure out how to link their pro new program with the existing ones. So this group and their network have been so helpful to us as we're architecting our children's savings account here in Cambridge. Um, and we talked a lot about the critical financial literacy piece of a successful program, um, both for students, but also for their families. So these accounts are really created to start a conversation early about students' post-secondary plans and how to get there. And it's also to encourage savings by families and to teach them about the importance of savings, interest rates, college costs, and more. One of the most important things that I learned at this particularly quarter meeting, quarterly meeting, which is awesome, is that Senator Jamie Eldridge in Massachusetts filed a Senate bill last year called an act relative to financial literacy in schools, which passed actually in the informal session and was si signed into law by Governor Baker um, in January this year. And so this legislation just means that the state is actually requiring a financial literacy curriculum piece, um, which was going to be sort of a hurdle here in Cambridge to try to figure out how to fit the mm -hmm. financial literacy of this program into a, a school day or into the curriculum. So because it's coming from the state level, it actually is a nice segue and nice dovetail into what we're doing um, or will be doing. Because these children's savings accounts, I mean, just putting $50 in is not going to be the thing that gets kids to go to college. Right. It's really that financial literacy piece and, and helping them understand these bank accounts and 
and ha- you can just put your you know two dollars in one of yeah. the, one of the <laughs> I can't remember which um, CSA it was, but they were saying that they um, one of the most successful things they did was they gave kids all a piggy bank. Everyone got a piggy bank, and they talked about just putting your quarters in and then going to the bank and like putting. So, anyways, I thought that was really sweet and. You know, everyone kind of has the same questions. So this meeting, this quarterly meeting is a good one to go to as we kind of work through what our program is going to look like. How do we avoid some of the pitfalls that some of these other ones have, you know, kind of worked through the kinks of and um, the best way forward. So, yeah, they're helpful. I went to the, la- the last one. Which yeah, was, they were asking yeah. about you and I was like, she um, is stuck in Las <laughs> Vegas, <laughs> but she saw Celine Dion. <laughs> so don't worry about Sambal. She's OK. Flight delays. Yeah. But hopefully we'll no, it's a great group. Um, Patrick from the National League of Cities is there, and oh, then yeah. Brian, who's been very helpful with um, from the Fed and helping us get um, connected to the right people and asking all the right questions. That's great, and we'll keep you updated on that how the progress goes from bringing the CSAs to Cambridge. So, other updates: we have the Mayor's Fire Fund fundraiser coming up. Uh, that'll take place on Saturday, it's February second, from six to nine. And correct me if I'm wrong, Alana. Um, it's the Philharmonica Santo Antonio Center, right? That's right. Wow, I got it. Um, on Cambridge Street in East Cambridge. And it'll feature food and drink from local restaurants. And all proceeds will be donated to the fire fund. And we'll have awesome restaurants participating. 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 Puritan Company, Bisque, which I haven't been to. Have you? Yeah, it's good. It's good. Uh, the Smoke Shop, B- uh, Shop BBQ. Um, Trina's Starlight Lounge. They have this, such good mac and cheese there. They uh, have a good Monday brunch. Oh, they do mm-hmm. Monday brunch. Mm-hmm. Wow! Because all the all the like all the people who work in restaurants, they can't go to brunch on Sunday. They go Monday. They go Monday, so oh, it's really good. I yeah. want to go. Mm-hmm. Lone Star Taco Bar, State Park, Mamala's, Atwood's Tavern, Portugalia. There will be beverage sponsors: Lamplighter Brewing Co., Bantam Cider, Beam, Centauri. Have not heard of them. Me neither. So, but thanks. I am going to. Definitely drop by. Tickets are $40. Yeah, I bought my tickets this morning. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm excited. And that's some good, delicious food. Yeah. So we should, you should, for a great cause. Our listeners, um, please come and hang out. Hang out. Maybe we'll do our podcast from there. Yeah, I know. Live from the Mayor's Fire Fund. So <laughs> thank you to, you know, the city and staff who've uh, really kept this uh, fund going and um, on the radar of people. Yeah, and for those who are worried about um, um, the status of some of those families, or we've been getting pretty regular updates from the city manager's office around who has been connected to housing and who is looking where and and what each process is. So it, things are moving along really fast for those folks, and um, so that's great. Uh, but you know, these they lost everything. So yeah, any um, any. Any way that we can help them financially in replacing furniture or clothes or just... And most people in most of these restaurants did not have renter's insurance. Like, no. No one did. So when you don't have renter's insurance, I think, you know... There's nothing There's nothing you can get. So Mm -hmm. um, any any help would be greatly appreciated. So today was the blood drive uh, sponsored by the mayor at the uh, Cambridge Senior Center. Well, it was the YMCA, right? YMCA, yeah. Yeah. I, last week's podcast, I was like, oh, let's go together. Mm-hmm. And then I decided not to. Did you go? I didn't go yet. Yet? Um, because I had some emergency in the hour that I had. Because it's like filing day. 
Oh yeah. For yeah, Monday, yeah. so we had like a kerfuffle and blah. Um, and now I'm off to Vaseline Upper School to see their City Sprouts program, and then I think I'm gonna miss it. So we'll go next year if there is one. <sighs> I just, you know, what we should do is just go give blood anyway. Yeah, I, I was, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make up for it. We're gonna have like a makeup. <laughs> well, I'll give double blood. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a great idea yeah yeah so please go if uh it's if yeah, you're it's listening until and five this. today yeah. yeah that the ymca um oh the sock drive the winter sock socks, drive socks, socks socks yep um warm hearts wait warm hearts for cold feet yes that's what we called yeah. it last year so that is starting up again on monday and it will be running between monday until uh valentine's day actually oh, yeah. so there'll be a bin in city hall um, in the lobby area, and then there will also be a bin in the police headquarters over on Sixth Street. As you might remember, <laughs> we had a contest with the police department where we um, won handily. So we are looking forward to keeping our our record um, and <laughs> having a year's worth of trash talk with the police department, which is actually kind of <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, that's all starting on Monday. We will be doing a, a big social media blitz, and um, hopefully, if you would like to donate a pair of socks or a couple of pairs of socks, or if you work for a company that is interested in doing a community service project and would like to donate more than that, we would be very welcome. Um, we've got homeless residents. Apparently, there are zero socks uh, yeah. in any of the. Um, shelters right now we've gotten kind of an urgent call to say please if you can start this yeah we need some wool socks we need some wool socks especially you know i was just thinking on monday it was so so bitter cold so uh we look forward to keeping you guys updated on that and then this weekend on saturday january 26th uh the mayor and i are sponsoring our second cambridge digs deep event uh it'll be from 12 to 2 uh dr darnisa will be going through a workshop about microaggressions and some of the tools uh, that can be helpful to combat uh, s- these aggressions. And, you know, there's free parking. It's, it, you know, it's going to be, um, I'm excited for the event. I think we'll get deeper into the conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday, myself and the mayor went to the CRLS Media Lab and w- the students there asked us a ton of questions. So that'll be airing. Um, and there were some hard questions. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, so uh, I think, you know, it was really good conversation. And so we want to keep the momentum going. So please join us uh, Sunday, not Sunday, Saturday. Not Sunday. <laughs> Sorry. Saturday, uh, January 26th. I'm going to be there. Thank you. I'm coming. It's at the CRLS main cafeteria. Main cafeteria, which I'm going to be spending some time at tonight because... My son apparently is going to high school next year. That is cray. It's cray. And so tonight is like my first information night. And I like, I'm going to try not to like just cry through the whole thing. What, um, what language do you want him to take? Or well, does he, he want to take? He takes French right now. Hmm. Um, so, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that I have a we. preference. <laughs> we. Um, but no, he, they did a tour. So they go, the eighth graders all go and do a tour. So they did that in December. And, um. He was. He really liked the Rister program. That's great. So there's an engineering program and a carpentry program. I think he's like pretty excited to be in high school, and I'm like pretty not excited about having a high schooler. This is going to be a huge new phase. I know my daughter's going to middle school too. I'm like, who am I? Oh my gosh. I don't know. Anyway, so that's exciting. 
I know you're excited because you're an alum. Yeah, and also I, I do remember 16 years ago, you know, going having my going and getting this tour. Which, which house were you in? Uh, I was in school three. Oh, because now it's like a C. And then I was in community. school L. Oh, okay. So it was school three and then school L. I took Latin. Oh, solve la- <laughs> You know, a language you use every day. <laughs> um, huge regret. No, don't tell Miss Chiquino. <laughs> Did you use it in law school though? I'm sure. I mean, it, like a little. I think it. No, I don't ever use it. I mean, I can read. I can read some Latin. I, I, it helped, but I, I took it because other people were taking it and like, like hot people. <laughs> Yeah, basically. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll take it. And then I was like, what did I get myself what? into? And I, I, mean, I didn't know otherwise. My parents were like... Did you take a language in middle school? They taught Spanish in middle school. That's it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We did Spanish, but that's, <laughs> that's it. Um, it was different back then, okay? Well, even in my middle school, it was, you could choose between French and Spanish. I think we only had Spanish. Boy. Yeah, okay. so uh, my Spanish is... <laughs> I speak a little... Do you speak Spanish? I can speak enough Spanish to like get by places where people speak Spanish, but okay. no. Yeah, I took it in. I took it at range too, and I took Italian. Oh, I took yeah, a lot. I took Italian. So yeah. I, I actually, I actually am fairly not probably not fluent anymore. But um, it's, ciao, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> bella. Um, but like, it's hard when you when you learn Italian. And then trying to speak Spanish because oh, you're like yeah. constantly using the wrong word, and people are always like, "Just speak English." Like right, you're just right. m- messing everything up. But anyways, yeah, I think he's. I, I think he's, he's no with French. Yeah, I think French is. I mean, French is. I love the. I wish I could learn French. I tried. I mm. tried, but it, languages are just so hard. They're hard. Anyway, um, so one more thing. Uh, we t- tonight I'll be near you. Uh, you while you're at. <laughs> maybe I'll just join you with. You should. <laughs> Give me some, give me some experience. Um, I'm going to be at the Cambridge Public Library main branch, uh, 449 Broadway, to talk about. I'm not going to be talking about it, but the city the working group members uh, and the Cambridge community will be there to talk about the completion of the three-year citywide planning process known as Envision. There's going to be a speaking program, refreshments, and a gallery exhibit detailing the planning process. Um, the event's free and open to all. This is uh, just at the very beginning. I think it, it's just to say the process is over. We're le- you know, the consultants are leaving, and now we are beginning another process, as Cambridge loves to do. So many processes. So I'll be there tonight, but I think I'd rather be at the high school. But Yeah, I can't be in two places yeah. at the same time. But I'll keep you updated. Yeah, definitely yeah, do. I'll keep you updated. Uh Anything else? Any other events this weekend? Anything happening? Mm. Why am I drawing such a blank? Yeah. It's all a blur. You know what? I think like January has been on the whole a little bit less crazy than the all of last year. Yeah. Do I you think feel like it? I think it's good that we're making time for friends. I think it's a good time. I needed a little and balance. Ourselves. Yeah. You know? I think it's important. I know that for, that whole first year was just like a Giant Oof. blur of ev- of everythingness. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and now the weather's getting colder, and it's like I'm always in boots because of my ankle. I'm so oh boy. <laughs> okay, on that note, <laughs> tune in next week as yeah. we talk about Samuel's ankle again. <laughs> again, <laughs> you're never gonna hear the rest of it. No, I'll, I'll get better, but 
one year coming up. But uh, but stay safe out there because it is really icy. I hope you have good boots. Please don't put on some like fake shoes. I really want you to be safe out there. Wait, like mine? Those are no, those are boots. But I saw someone in like shoe shoes, shoe shoes, and I said, I, I literally did you stop them? them? I stopped them. I was are like, you crazy? <laughs> I did. I was like, <laughs> I broke my ankle. Okay, <laughs> I'm. I can't even run. You know, like it. It's. It's. Yeah. Anyway, now we know that Sumble is that weird lady who just stops people on the street. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Yeah. Get some. Everybody um, loves that when you stop them and ask them what's wrong with them. People really respond really, they well. Love that, they yeah. do. They love it. Yeah, I say it nicely. Anyway, we look forward to seeing you back uh, next week. Yes, yeah, so we we'll have, have a, updates, right? Because we have a meeting on Monday night. There's a big ordinance committee oh, meeting man. on Wednesday. I have my first tenant displacement task force <gasps> meeting oh, on Tuesday. My God. So it's just it's you just mentioned it. Oh, it's not that busy. It's gonna get crazy in February. I know. That's why I'm enjoying January. You're right. February is the best month. Oh, because it's your birthday. Yeah, and Valentine's Day. Oh, everybody loves Valentine's Day. <laughs> All right, everybody. If you, um, thank you for joining us. We appreciate yeah. our listeners. Um, I did speak to somebody this morning who said that they enjoy our podcast. And it was, I was like, really? <laughs> I'm always, like I said, I'm always surprised. Like, oh, you do? You listen? So anyways, thank you all for listening. I appreciate it. We appreciate it. We hope that you tune in next week. If you have any suggestions for us, want to talk to us, add us. Um, I'm at, on Twitter, I'm at A-M-M-A-L-L-O-N. And I'm at S-U-M-B-U-L-S-I-D-D. So tweet at us, send us some suggestions, shows, restaurants, topics. Something. Anything. Just tell us. Talk to us. Yeah, tell us that you're out there. Anyways, we will see you next week. Take care. Bye.